guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. I'm one of your hosts, Nina. And I'm your other host, Christina. <laughs> and we're very excited to be here again with you today. Thanks everybody who has subscribed so far. It means so much to us. And if you haven't already, you should definitely leave a rating and a review on iTunes and Stitcher. And you should tell all your friends and your TAs and your professors and your mom and your dad. And your everybody your at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, everybody at Thanksgiving, tell them to listen because we need some some more support as always. And if you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, you really should because it's exciting. Follow us at Actually Adultish. And also, if you haven't sent in a question, you should do that too. And you can send that in to actuallyadultish.com or you can email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. Or if you don't want to send in a question, you can just say hi. We like to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, tweet us. We have a Twitter too. Yeah, that's at actually adult. It's exciting. <laughs> okay, so all of that out of the way. Today we're super excited because we have a very, very special guest. Laura She's, Yates. Yes, Laura Yates. She's Woo! all the way from across the pond. <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself, Laura? <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me. What an introduction. Wow, it's great to be here. So yeah, so I'm from the UK. And what I do is that I help people. I'm a coach and I'm a writer mm -hmm. and I specialize in helping people through breakups and heartbreak. And of course that then filters into dating stuff yes. as well. So that's we what I that. do. Yeah. And it, it just works perfectly. I feel like so our audience really needs help with really? some heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're so Let's excited. So what first got you into this field? Yeah, it wasn't something that when I was at school, yeah, <laughs> I envisaged myself being a breakup coach, yeah, you know, or offering dating <laughs> advice. Like, no, it just wasn't a thing. Um, so, but then I got into coaching a few years back, um, and it was kind of just like life coaching, really, just mm -hmm. helping people with confidence and figuring out what they mm -hmm. wanted to do with their lives and all of that. And I was just coaching women at that point, uh -huh. and then I went through a really significant breakup and it was really heartbreaking you know I yeah. thought I was gonna marry this guy I thought he was the one and um and we broke up and kind of going on that journey myself I was writing about what I was learning what I was experiencing what I was feeling things yeah. that I was doing that was helping things that definitely weren't helping yeah I've made every single mistake in the book yeah like I was that girl <laughs> uh oh uh, yeah um so I've been there done that done it all um and so you know when I was putting my my stuff out there on my blog and I wrote for a couple of other bigger sites as well with big audiences and people would write to me and say that they found it really helpful that you know they found it really comforting that someone really understood where they were coming from yeah. and the more people that did the more I realized that people really need support in that area like breakups are something we all go through yeah, yeah right sure. regardless of how how smart we are how attractive we are how charismatic we are you know all of that stuff mm -hmm. we're not immune to it mm -hmm. um but at the same time, people don't really feel that they can seek support. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because they sure. think like, oh, well, everyone goes through this. Like, I've just got to be able to kind yeah. of crack on and deal with it. Uh, so the more people that reached out, I thought, actually, there's, there's something in this. And I really feel like I can help people. And mm -hmm. it just kind of went from there. And then, you know, that's when I just completely geared what I do into that 
that niche really okay so how does one become a dating coach like do you need to go through training certification do you need to date other people in order to (laughs) is that part of the process life life experience (laughs) I I think it's largely life experience I mean as far as I'm aware there's no dating coach and accreditation or anything Uh Um, there are various coaching uh, qualifications that you can get and I've done a few courses and and everything but really to be honest and you know I always I'm very very upfront about this I haven't gone to college for it it's not something that I've kind of studied in an educational capacity Mm -hmm. but what you do need is intuition Mm -hmm. you need to be able to connect with people um you need to be able like when people are telling you something you really need to be able to kind of get to the heart of what it is that they really really need yeah and then be able to ask them the right questions that's then going to get them to kind of draw to draw their own conclusions on what they need to do. So coaching is very, very empowering. It's very different from therapy yeah, in that way. So just to sure. make that clear. Yeah, um, that's what yeah. I was going to bring up. Yeah. yeah, but you need experience as well. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't really kind of, you know, advise people what to do or do this work if you haven't been through those experiences yourself. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think why people, you know, why the clients I attract anyway gravitate towards me is that I'm, you know, I try to be very real yeah and everything that I put out there I'm still vulnerable um mm-hmm. in the posts I even put out today like I haven't got it all figured out yeah right. you know and I think that that's what people want yeah when working with someone you know they don't want someone to just sit there and tell them what to do and be mm-hmm. like right I'm the expert and yeah. this is what you have to do yeah so yeah that's so interesting so how do people like respond when you tell them you're a dating coach (laughs) um they they they're usually very curious yeah they're usually like oh wow I haven't really heard of that before because for me because I work you know I've been doing this work for a while now and I know quite a few other people who do the same thing it's just kind of the norm yeah but for I always forget that for kind of you know people outside of that they kind of go oh my god I didn't even realize that that was a thing that you could do and yeah. so usually the response is really positive I mean when it comes to to guys that yeah. you know I'm dating yeah yeah um that is that intimidating that was <laughs> I feel like they would be so intimidated <laughs> like set up a little bit straight yeah, like, oh and shit I yes. can't mess up yeah some some find it a challenge mm-hmm. um some get a little bit antsy about it and get a bit like oh my god is she going to be analyzing yeah. me and you know she but it's like you're not a psychiatrist you it, know well, this is the so. thing this is the thing and I don't take my what I do into kind of my personal life yeah you know so when yeah. I am going on dates I I I'm not there analyzing yeah. that person because <laughs> yeah. like I said before you know I'm still not you know I haven't got it I'm not the perfect kind of dating person yeah you know there is anyone yeah well exactly (laughs) you know I think sometimes we can be led to believe that there are all these tricks and tactics and it's like no it's not not really like yeah no I feel like that's what popular culture like movies you know right movies like I don't know like hit like hit yeah yes you know what do you think about movies like that yeah which is a great film yeah no it's 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 so entertaining but it's entertainment yeah Yeah. you know and of course there are you know there are things that you can do when you're going out dating that are going to better your chances but they're more things like well actually you know speaking to people Mm -hmm. and you know I mean the best kind of pickup line out there is is hi (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know and there's there's a lot of people it's oh you know you must say something like you know really outrageous or really hilarious and you must no. say it in this way <laughs> it's, it's even like worse. the majority of people just don't respond well 
Like, I mean, imagine like you guys, yeah. you know, what sort of stuff do you respond best um, to? Just kind of normal. Yeah, just being kind like, hi. Yeah, just like not being a weirdo. If it's like a pickup line, it's a little uh, bit. Yeah, pickup I'm like, okay, no, bye. Just, I don't want to hear Yeah, Because you can spot it, can't yeah. you? And right. it's just not authentic. It's not yeah. authentic. Yeah. Well, because it's like, I want somebody who's trying to be my friend first. So just like, trying to approach me like you want to be my friend yeah. you know yeah not trying to get something out yeah. of me right away yeah. yeah like let's not jump the gun yeah. so yeah exactly <laughs> but but you are right you know pop culture and entertainment and movies and everything they do portray that there are all of these tactics it's like a game. And strategies and yeah. and a game yeah, yeah which is sad i think because mm. It shouldn't be a game. Yeah, like. no. But I do think that online dating has made it a little bit like that as well. Yeah. You know, because, you know, we're swiping and we're going on mm-hmm. dates and we're already in the back of our minds thinking ahead of, well, this person's nice, they seem cool, but there might be something better. And, yeah. you know, you can literally then just grab your phone and go to the toilet and be swiping. Yeah. And, you know, lining up your next date. So I just yeah. don't think people are taking the time to build connections I know I agree wait so so since you brought it up let's talk about the dating apps and the online dating so are I'm getting the sense you're not a fan I don't actually yeah I don't mind dating apps I think if you use them in the right way Uh they're a really good way to meet people it's just making sure that you're not kind of getting too consumed with them and you're not chatting for ages and you know you're using them as a tool to kind of connect with someone who you think you might get on well with and then get on a date right. whereas so many people aren't doing that yeah. and yeah. I think they, they just mm-hmm. become a bit of a distraction yeah and I think people are then using them kind of um on their own and they're actually forgetting to get out there in the real world right. and connect with people in yeah. real life so I think you've got to have I a totally balance agree. of both you know there's no point in just in being on a dating app and getting tons and tons of matches and sitting on your you know your couch every night yeah and then not going out and meeting people or meeting any of these people on the app. Yeah, kind of like trophies. Like you're winning, you're winning this, but you're losing that. Yeah, and you're just I don't know. I'm, mm. We're not really big fans. I'm of not. It. A fan Are you not? Of it. No. no. I mean, I just think. Well, I think it's also different depending on what age people are. Like yeah. people our age just use it to find someone to have sex with. Like yeah, and yeah. or just to like it's a joke and they're just trying to find somebody to text and like make a joke out of it yeah. you know it's nothing serious i know people who are older than us use it actually seriously yeah well i mean i'm older than you yeah. guys so you know i think people in their late 20s 30s mm-hmm. yeah um are actually they're, they're using them a little bit differently yeah, and they want definitely. something more substantial right. and a little bit more long term and you can definitely see that in the the, the bios that people are put in and yeah. so you know it can be quite good yeah for people mm-hmm. in that age group but but yeah. i guess right, i'm I just like old-fashioned and i just like yeah don't I'd rather just yeah. meet someone in person, like r- run into them. I don't know. Like, yeah, I want something to happen organically, yeah, you know, like yeah. a coffee shop or, but yeah. I do understand why the older people use them because they don't have this um, sort of community like we do with college and running into people all the time. So they go from like work to yeah. home. But um, yeah. do you help people like stylize their profiles? I, I sometimes do. Yeah, I Ooh, sometimes do. What tips so, do you give them? Well, I think, uh, I mean, sometimes we can make this a lot more complicated than what it needs to be. Yeah. Again, again, there are no, you know, magic formulas to the perfect online dating profile. Yeah. I think a lot of people can spend so much time trying to make it perfect and then they're afraid to kind of put it out there. Um, really, the, th- the main things I think that you need to be thinking about are obviously your, your photographs. Not necessarily how good you look in your pictures, but what are your pictures saying about you? Yeah. You know, how can you use your pictures to really showcase your personality what your lifestyle's like what you like to do in your free time um not using the same type of 
picture too many times. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that in regards to pictures, that's what I would say. And then, you know, the buyer, you've got to think about, well, how can I make this sound like me? How can I, you know, it's like giving a snapshot of your personality. Yeah. You know, without, you know, so avoid any I think what's cliches. hard, I think what's hardest, I think a lot of people like don't even know their personalities. Like, yeah. I think that's the hardest part. People don't even know, like, I don't know what I yeah. would say. I don't know what I would put in a yeah. photo. And yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is why it's good to get your friend's advice as well. Yeah. People you trust, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Have but someone just, else make it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know, I mean, and, and really make it congruent with, with who you are and your personality. Like if you use humor in your everyday life and interactions, then put something a little bit funny in yeah. there. You know, try, don't try and be someone that you're not yeah in attempt to kind of get lots of attention on there because right. then you'll go on dates and you know it what kind of won't be yeah. then you know how you've portrayed yourself so on the line of like millennial style dating um do you also help people with like texting and like what they can say on the phone because um there's this i don't know if you know this dating coach he's also from the uk his name's matthew hussey oh i love matthew hussey. yes he, he has <laughs> a lot. he's based here isn't he as well oh yes he is yeah. um he has like a whole segment about like texting. So I was wondering yeah. if you help women um, and or men like say what to say on text. Uh, well. Not so much. That That isn't really my speciality. I, I kind of help people. Um, it's more about the question of, oh, you know, he hasn't texted me mm-hmm. or um, what should I text him back and, and things like that rather than the nitty gritty yeah. of, you know, what, what to put in text. And I think really, again, with, with texting, um, you can definitely use it to build connection yeah. with someone, but it's really a logistical tool mm-hmm. to uh-huh. make arrangements and to actually meet the person yeah. in yeah. person. Sure. Yeah, I think we can get too caught up in you know trying to decipher what a text message means, yeah. and you know you lose the tone. You, yeah, we can misinterpret so easily what a text message yeah. means and that can cause so much anxiety mm-hmm. um, whereas if you kind of just use it in its simplest form I think that's the best way to do it and obviously you know you can you can build up a bit of flirtation and a little mm-hmm. bit of chemistry but yeah. y- you don't I don't really think you need to go too far beyond that right. yeah especially we, if you don't know the person yeah that no well. we talk about this a lot because we're a lot different than a lot of people our age who just all of their conversations the are just texting and then when you go on a date like then you have, have nothing, nothing to, to talk say, about like you know like we'd rather just like so, use it to organize a time to hang out and yes. then hang out do all the real interaction and right talking. so i think yeah. guys like our age find us very different because we don't text as much oh right okay and so yeah. we only text like when it's needed when there's like um you know like a goal yeah, yeah. like yes. i don't Is this the time so they you think you're meet? being all aloof and yeah but there's so get. much to talk about like dates are so much funner that way when you have so much definitely yeah but i think people and this is probably the case with millennials as well, Mm -hmm. are, you know, they're hiding more and more Mm -hmm. behind text messaging and behind digital Mm -hmm. communication because that's just how we're doing things now. And so it's actually, you know, preventing people from being able to communicate so well in person. And it's that stuff which is really what you need to be able to kind of build a relationship with someone and to be able to go out there and have a, quote unquote, successful date in life. You need to be able to communicate with them. And if you're kind of hiding behind your phone all the time, yeah it's, it's like, not gonna happen i know it's it's like scary i feel <laughs> yeah, like it i is. mean technology has changed dating so much mm. i like have you read the book modern romance by aziz ansari i haven't no it's, it's, it's on my list though. interesting you should you should read it um he just talks about how just how technology has totally changed everything and yeah but true. also how it's almost like necessary now because 
we're so mobile and we don't see each other. So many of us, we don't have jobs where we're around each other. Like we're just less social. So it's yeah. like you're not running into people. Yeah. Whereas like you used to date the person who lived across the street from yeah. you. You, not, you don't even know your neighbors anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I mean, we don't, I don't know any of our neighbors. Yeah, I don't know though. anyone who lives here. a cup of sugar right Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where are those days gone? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sound really old. Exactly. Awful. I'm not that old. <laughs> we, we really belong in the 1950s. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> so, okay, so you said... So you mostly help people with breakups. Yes. Is there anything else that, like, is a big area that you focus on? Um... It's, I mean, it's really breakups and then the dating stuff. Okay. And really dating, it's, it's you know, I think when people come out of a breakup, there's there's a bit of a confidence crash. And so they just need mm-hmm. that little bit of a boost yeah. to be able to go back out there dating and feel yeah. good about it and not be so, you know, outcome dependent on what's going to happen from the date and whether it's going to lead to a relationship. And so it's kind of, you know, yeah. making people see that actually, well, just kind of take a few steps back here. Uh, so they're the main areas really okay let's just talk about breakups oh let's do it while we're here okay so what do you think okay so what should somebody do if they have this big breakup like what do you do so I kind of come in so people usually find me they're either the breakup has just happened Uh so they're in that kind of really raw heartbreak you know really they can't sleep they can't eat they don't know what to do so at that point like I can come in and say right okay we need to you know we need to be focusing on what you can do to focus on your physical health Mm because people often forget that when we that when you go through like an uh, emotionally traumatic time Mm -hmm. um, you need to be as physically strong yeah. you can be in order to cope with that emotionally so I'm there to kind of support them through that mm-hmm. um, and then there's, there's there's I don't want to really say steps because there's not a protocol but yeah. there's, there's various things it's like you know um, handling communication with your ex and, mm-hmm. and what to do with yeah, that yeah that's what and, I wanted to ask about right what do you think do you think that they should cut off all communication or do you think it's okay to reach out I or think do you think it depends it depends yeah. it depends on the circumstances like, I mean if there are kids involved Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. that that it's makes it different yeah but I mean I think in the majority of breakups perhaps that we're talking about mm-hmm. that's that's not the case and you know I don't go in for right you need to like, not contact your ex for 30 days or 60 yeah. days or however long it is <laughs> like you know there, yeah. there are some things out there I do think there needs to be a period of time though where you don't have contact yeah and I, I really do believe that not not in a you know um, a game playing way yeah. not to be emotionally manipulative or to try and get them to react to you not reaching out but really you, you both need time and distance mm-hmm. away from one another to kind of get perspective on on that relationship and how it made you feel and how that person made you feel because when you're kind of constantly texting them or in touch with them you're still keeping that emotional connection right. yeah. intact Exactly. And it's not until you can, and that's when you tend to glorify all the good things. You know, you miss them so yeah. much, and you really draw on those memories mm-hmm. instead of thinking you forget about, about you forget about <laughs> why, why you broke up. Why you broke up in the first yeah. place because you know, like people can be like an addiction. Yeah, yeah especially when it's true. romantic, and you know, there's like all of this like chemistry and the physical yeah. stuff and yeah. all and the emotional stuff. And so when you withdraw from that, that can be really hard, and that's mm-hmm. where people struggle. But actually, then when you allow yourself to kind of get that distance uh that's when you can start to see how things were in in true reality and you know whether if if you want to get back together or 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 if you don't and whether you think that's going to be the right thing either way so I do believe that yeah yeah I I agree it kills me when people 
they'll like break up with their boyfriend and then the next day they're texting they're like what yeah yeah like, oh, no i don't yeah. know what to do i'm like well maybe if you just st- actually broke up if you just actually broke up maybe you'll be able to figure it out well yeah and i mean that's why that happens you know if we're constantly in touch we kind of like the yeah. boomerang relationship you break up get back together break up get yeah. back together and when you do that you're not giving yourself time to think about well what actually went what went wrong yeah it's very easily easy to have you know a very quick conversation and say oh you know i miss you so much let's get back together but that doesn't really address what actually right. was the root cause of yeah, the breakup sure. happening so you need that time apart to be able yeah. to do that but it's hard and that's why people reach out to support, me yeah. they need support yeah. and so having that person there to kind of like no don't text him yeah. <laughs> don't text her just you know let's kind of stay on your path and yeah. let's yeah. focus on you and let's kind of bring you back into the center stage here uh-huh. um i think that's what people really benefit from are there certain things that you suggest to help them focus on themselves like things to have them do yeah i mean it's really about um it's largely about figuring out well what do you want? You know, what do you want from here? How can you focus more on on you? Because when we're in a relationship and we're going through like the trauma of a breakup, we can forget to actually think about our needs and what we want. And so, yes. And when we've been in a, in a relationship, often our hobbies and our friendship group can be so interconnected with our partner. Yeah. We lose sight. We lose sight of who we are. Mm-hmm. and you know our hobbies and our friends and us as an individual yeah. so it's really about reconnecting um and like I say you know really focusing on your physical health and doing some mindfulness stuff like I mean I'm not you know I'm not kind of massively yeah. into like hippie stuff all, all of I don't <laughs> yeah. go too woo woo on uh-huh. you but you um, might when you leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah LA will turn you well yeah this is the thing but, but you know things like meditation or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. mindfulness just taking some time to be with your thoughts and be with yourself can be really really powerful yeah because we often want to escape that yeah and that's, i think that's the issue i think yes. so many people are like afraid to just be by themselves and yeah really understand themselves yeah and so a big part of coming through a breakup and actually coming through it in a really healthy empowered way is to learn to be with yourself again yeah mm-hmm. um and you you kind of that can be scary mm-hmm. but until you just sort of you, you face it head on it's, you know you're not going to be yeah. able to do it but it's just like you know taking a little bit of time each day to just be by yourself yeah and to be with your thoughts and not judge them and not feel that you should be over the breakup yeah and not feel that you have to turn to you know social media or dating a billion other people or right. or, or drink or anything like that yeah. to to numb all of that stuff so and again having someone there to support them on that journey can be really powerful yeah okay well the social media thing breaks up a whole different issue yeah like people will just stalk their ex like for hours or like or they'll go the opposite route and they'll like unfriend them and block them on everything and i mean what do you think about that like Mm. social media like yeah social media is a tricky one because it's in our face constantly uh i think it's I mean, in an ideal world, I would say to people, you know, just limit what you're seeing on social media. You know, just just limit your exposure. There are things you can do. You can hide people's news feeds. Mm -hmm. You can can unfriend them. I mean, if it's that kind of relationship where someone's been, you know, a complete, 
dick yeah yeah I was like, can i swear <laughs> yeah no we, we, can, we like yeah, to swear gonna, we like to swear dick. yeah yeah <laughs> then there's no you wouldn't want them as a friend yeah right? so there's no reason why you need them on your facebook profile yeah. because every time you see them it's going to just unleash all of these raw emotions again so you have to kind of take it for what it is and be really honest with yourself yeah and then mm-hmm. you know use the tools that are there to be able to hide news feeds hide news feeds of mutual friends that kind yeah. of stuff but you know what it's it's really hard to not facebook stalk yeah like, let's face yeah. it i mean i could say don't do it just <laughs> yeah but, but it's a lot easier said than done and yeah. when you're on your own so i think it's just having an awareness of how it makes you feel yeah and and really you know you, you kind of go on facebook and see them and think oh that makes me feel really shitty yeah so then the next time you go and do it you think well i know how that made me feel last time is this really going to make me feel any better and Mm -hmm. so you've kind of got to take responsibility for yourself yeah right there's no one out there who can take that away from you uh well actually this is like okay like i had a breakup where i i i'm like very good at just i was just like i'm not i didn't like unfriend him or anything like i had no we had it wasn't a bad breakup yeah um but i just was like not gonna really go on social media because i just didn't really want to see anything yeah and i was totally fine with that and i didn't see anything and i was just you know just running around doing my thing and then like one day like all my friends would just text me like screenshots from social media i'd be like did you see this i had that experience and i'm like you guys i want help yeah i was like guys i'm like trying to not pay attention (laughs) to this and so i will say that if anyone's listening who is a friend of someone going through a breakup like Mm -hmm. i know you're probably thinking that it's gonna help them perhaps you want to reinforce what a bad guy he was but don't do that you know because it's not helpful yeah it's not helpful and i think you know what you did there is is to withdraw from social media i think there's, there's something in that as well because we as we were just saying earlier we're so obsessed with it Mm -hmm. and going through a breakup we can just get it go even more down that rabbit hole like start getting outside and doing things Mm -hmm. yeah just take a little bit of a break yeah especially if you know that you're prone to be a bit of a social media addict Mm -hmm. um just start to kind of scale back on that a little bit so that you're not being exposed to all of this stuff because it's not only what you're seeing of your ex you can com- be comparing yourself to other people yeah other people's relationships true. and then feeling shitty about mm-hmm. that and so the, the more you can get out there and prove to yourself that there's that, you know there's there's fun to be had out yeah. there there's the stuff to be for you to go out and achieve yeah because right? all you're seeing on social media is everyone's highlight reels. right yeah so like you yeah. should be making your own people never go on there and and sort of post about how bad they feel yeah <laughs> yeah do you think there's a time frame like i'm thinking about people who break up with somebody and then three days later they're dating someone else like do you think there's a time frame to start dating someone else again it depends on yeah you know, how rough the breakup was right. um let's say it was like a substantial yeah, relationship okay. like not just like oh you dated someone for a week and then you like yes mm-hmm. well what I always say to people is I think the, the the right time to be going out dating is when you feel like you're not looking to it mm-hmm. or to someone else to fill a gap yeah, in something yeah. in your life I that like isn't that. already yeah. there, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So, you know, you're not looking to find someone as a coping mechanism for suddenly not having anyone there yeah. again. It's not to fill a void. But when, you know, you're kind of out there doing your thing, you're living your life, you're having fun, and then dating becomes just a nice enhancement to that. Right. So yeah. I think that It complements right. it, yeah, but it's I not like the that. be all and end all. So I think that's that's generally the right time as opposed to it being a time scale because everyone can get to that point at a different time yeah 
Um, do you see differences between the way men and women approach relationships? Um, what, uh, relationships in Just general. Just in general, or yeah. Are there um, any big differences that you see, like... I don't know. I'm dealing. Because do you do you coach men too? I do coach okay. men. Yeah, I coach men through through a lot of breakups. Yeah, actually, like, I I get mainly men. Oh reach really? Out. Yeah, wow. that's so interesting. Yeah, but, but you know why it is? It's because Maybe they, they want they, a female opinion. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They want a female perspective, and also they feel that they can't talk to each other. Yeah, oh, that's right. so true. Yeah. Which is so, so whereas sad. Women, yeah. we we generally go, are like at the other end of the scale. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talk about it so much and sometimes a little yeah. bit too much, but men, um, they they don't really feel they feel it compromises their masculinity mm-hmm. okay. um, it or that their, their mates will think that they're weak. And actually, I think more men like if they talk to their friends more it will build stronger bonds because you know all guys still need like they still got emotions they still feel stuff Mm -hmm. and I think if one person can actually set the tone and Mm -hmm. you know approach their friend then that friend is gonna think oh thank god for that like he feels yeah he's you know he he understands what I've been through yeah um and look you know for guys it's not about sitting there crying on the sofa yeah night after night you know (laughs) watching what do they do yeah (laughs) it's it doesn't being emotional and showing your emotions doesn't mean sitting there in a blubbering mess yeah it just means facing up to what you're feeling yeah and then calling on support if you need it yeah. So I, I definitely think that that's the main, the key difference between between men and women. Women, um, men rather, feel that they have to, you know, just take it with a pinch of salt, mm-hmm. get over it quickly. That they're absolutely fine. Uh, when, I mean, some women do. We yeah. you know, we do that as well. Yeah. But I think men to a, it's more of a pride thing, a male pride thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about differences in the way people like get over it? Do you see it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some people, um, they go out and they're, they're going to bars and yeah. they're, like I said before, they're doing everything to to fill numb, mm-hmm. to yeah. fill the gap there. You know, they're the sleeping with thing. other people, they're yeah. partying all the time, they're turning to really, they're kind of putting down one bad habit and picking up another one. Yeah, um, Some people wallow, Yeah, you know, there's definitely a difference between accepting what you're feeling and then that turning into wallowing. So, you know, they won't leave their house Mm -hmm. for days, for weeks on end. I mean, and that's not good either. So it's it's kind of creating a little bit of a balance. What do you tell somebody who does that? Like I have a friend who broke up with her boyfriend and she's just like, I haven't been able to get out of bed in a week. I haven't gone to class. I can't go to work. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, like. I was like, you, you like gotta get up. And she's like, I can't. Like, I'm just so distraught. And I was just like, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's rough, isn't it? Like, why, why do we even bother? Yeah. I guess if I haven't died in this lifetime, I really haven't experienced true heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I think if she's, so that's been what, a week? Yeah, it had been yeah. a week. Yeah, I mean, that's, I suppose, if, if she's feeling really, really heartbroken, then that's, that could be kind of classed as normal, I guess. But I think but I just feel like if it's it not reaches, okay to just not live your life for a whole week, like to literally just lay in bed and not go to class, not go to work. You've like, got to take responsibility for yeah, yourself. Right. It, it is really, really hard. And that's why when I work with people, I like to give them like little bits that they can focus on each day. Because mm-hmm. for her, getting out of bed, going to class, going about her everyday life probably just seems so overwhelming. Yeah. So if she could maybe just right every day you get up, you get dressed. Yeah. You know, then the next day you go out, you go to the shop, you call a friend Mm -hmm. and you start just introducing 
you know little bits of life again but you have to be able to hold yourself accountable to do that you know you you can't just sit around but then you know I will say that if you feel that you're actually getting quite depressed yeah Mm -hmm. and that it's kind of gone to another level it's it's okay to kind of seek out the help of, yeah. of, a, of a GP doctor or or professional like you. You kind of know yourself, and if you feel like you're going down that road, yeah, then it might be time to kind of look at support mm. in that way as well. But I would say for the majority of people, um, yeah, it's just to sort of just give yourself a little goal, yeah, each mm-hmm. day. Yeah, that's a good yes. and try writing down your feelings as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, journaling is a, is another thing yeah. that's that can be really really helpful because yeah. when you're sitting there and especially if you haven't got out of your apartment for mm-hmm. for a week, you kind of mm-hmm. your your head's going to be all cloudy and you're probably not sleeping well. Yeah. And just you, you need to find a way to make some sense of your thoughts. Yeah, and sometimes when you see them down on paper, you know you can think, okay, right, it's time now to. Yeah, start start kind of living a little bit again has it yes um what's the oldest and youngest client you've ever had and what are the main differences you see between um i guess their struggles do we all have the same struggles or yeah ultimately we all you know heartbreak again it's it's kind of timeless (laughs) yeah Um, obviously the older people have a lot more experience with it um so i think the oldest client I had, oh my God, I think he was nearly 60. Aww. Yeah, I think he was nearly 60 and he was so sweet. Um, and then the youngest was about, I think, early 20s. Okay. Yeah. So like us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the, the younger people, like what we're talking about, it's their anxiety stems from social media, mm-hmm. digital. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw my ex on Facebook and I don't know what to do. And, you know, really not giving themselves the opportunity to create that space for themselves and then the older people they you know they they really want they want to find something long lasting yeah. and they want to find that person to grow old with yeah we all do really yeah, we do. At, at the end of the day we all do and so I think there's a there's a sense of you know they're getting quite anxious that they're, no, they're never going to find anyone and is it something is there something wrong with them and um yeah, yeah. so how do you know this is a huge question how do you know if someone is the one Oh wow! How do you know if someone? Is, what a loaded question. <laughs> I I personally Whoa. no, it's a good question though. Um, I personally don't believe that we have like a there one. has to be just a one. There mm-hmm. can be you know one person who we end up spending yeah. the rest of our lives with forever. Right. Uh, but you know it, it can be quite disheartening if you think you found the one and then you break up with them. Right. Yeah, and you're like, wow, shit, that's my quota. <laughs> yeah yeah no Uh, I agree with you yeah but but I think you know if if you are wondering if that person could be one of your ones let's say yeah I think it's you know you've you've got to have given that relationship time to really evolve you know is there can you both communicate with each other can do do that does that person make you feel good you know how do you feel when you're around them do does it actually you know make you feel better about yourself in a way that they compliment you or does it feed insecurities and you're kind of with them to validate yourself? Yeah. Right? Um, can, can you have fun with them? Yeah. Is it yeah. easy to be around them? Do you feel that they give you the time and the space to kind of carry on with your own things? You know, are mm-hmm. you both, you know, you get on well when you're together, but do you both have your separate things as well yeah. so that you're not living in each other's pockets all the time? You're not right. dependent on each other. And that's kind mm-hmm. of practically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I think there are a few things there which signify the makings of 
someone being right, being yeah. the one. Whereas I think people get very caught up with, and this is again through movies and all of that yeah. stuff. And, oh, there Absolutely. has to be like fireworks and chemistry yeah. and all of that and drama and that's all well and good and it's really exciting in the moment. But yeah. when you're basing uh, starting a relationship with mm-hmm. someone on that, I think the, ma- the majority <laughs> yeah. of cases it's very very shaky yeah. and there isn't much sort of emotional stuff going on there it's based purely on all of that surface stuff yeah. which can be really really attractive and exciting and addictive but you know it's a bit empty beyond that yeah so do you wait I have a question do you think that more people nowadays settle like I feel like so many people just settle now like because it's harder to find people yeah. I guess yeah I I yeah, I think I agree, actually. Like, it's like I uh, think about a lot of times, like, I see people, um, like, a few years older than me, you know, yeah. and they're just, like, I, like, need to get married. And, like, yes. this is the person. There's and, a like, sense of urgency. Yeah, even yeah. if they have problems in their relationship, they're just, like, well, I'm not going to meet anyone else, so, like, I'm yeah. just going to stay here. And, and I'm just, like. It's about this idea of marriage, too, not even being with the, that particular person. It's about yeah. this idea that they want to be married to someone. Yeah, they, they like the idea of the label right. mm-hmm. more than is that the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think we're, we're comparing ourselves to other people. We're comparing ourselves to people we don't even know mm-hmm. whereas i i think this has become more prominent in the past 10 years mm-hmm. um before we had all of this stuff we we weren't aware of what other people were doing so much so it was more important for us to find someone who we had we could build a genuine connection with whereas now we're like well what will people think if i'm not married by the time that i'm 30 yeah. and what does that say about me and it's it's all of that stuff that's coming up more and more now yeah, yeah. I, I think another thing is like a lot of people kind of feel like ownership over that person and they don't want to see the other person with another person so what is your advice for people who like like get jealous i suppose yeah you've got it yeah i mean that's that's you know that's something that's going on within you Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if you feel triggered but i mean we all get jealous yeah let's face it and especially if we've you know we've gone through a breakup or we really like someone and it's not really quite reciprocated but i think you know you've, you've got to remember that if if that person has already shown you that you're not the right person for them Mm -hmm. they're not the right person for you um because it can't be one-sided you can't manipulate someone into liking you so if you are experiencing jealousy issues you've got Mm -hmm. to look at where that's that stem from Mm -hmm. you know what what's kind of what insecurities about yourself is that revealing and then it's about taking a step back and and really addressing that stuff and not focusing so much on how can I get him to like me it's like well how can I get me to like me more exactly how can I so that when I am going out there and I'm meeting people particularly in a romantic sense, I'm not, it's not all about, do they like me? Will they like me? Or trying to become someone who you think they'll right. like. Yeah. And like what you said earlier, how like if someone brings out insecurities in you, it's probably not healthy. So like, and then you go out with someone else and they actually bring out a better side of you. That's yeah. probably the better yeah. person. Yeah, people yeah. should, people should absolutely like, you know, you should enhance one in each other's lives mm-hmm. and you should bring out the best in someone. Yeah that's that's when you know that you're with the right the right person mm-hmm. or the right type of person yeah. you, you're kind of you're great as you both are and then you're amazing when you're together yeah. and that's that's kind of equal from both sides it's not dependent on one person always lifting you up or no. always having to give you compliments or tell you you're good enough like you've got that yourself mm-hmm. yeah so regardless of if that person is there or not like you never will lose that yeah we all have our moments 
yeah we will I have like all that foundation though that yeah. you set um, um okay what about like what do you think is like like normal feelings to have towards the person after you break up if it wasn't a bad breakup like like i had a breakup where i it wasn't a bad breakup but then like a while later i was like really really missing him and i was like yeah. wait does that mean i like made a mistake like is, is that part of the stages that you yeah can, yeah like it, it, it is yeah it is especially where it's it is like you just described there there, there wasn't kind of anything dramatic that yeah, went on just, i mean like, i guess you probably just you know perhaps just went on different yeah. paths and it yeah. just wasn't kind of right anymore yeah i mean just because you miss someone that doesn't mean that relationship was right yeah so you have to kind of go back to the core reasons why the the breakup happened in the first place and even Mm -hmm. if it means writing those things down and then so you've kind of got that list to go back to and missing someone is normal don't give yourself a hard time about it it's part of the grieving process really you know you're mourning a relationship and if there wasn't anything particularly bad the chances are it was good a lot of the time and it's absolutely normal to miss that so it's it's all also about not kind of overanalyze yeah what you're feeling just let yourself feel whatever you're feeling if you're feeling Mm -hmm. anger if you're feeling hurt if you're feeling sad if you're feeling like you're a little bit indifferent you you don't know what you're feeling allow yourself to feel all of those things and then just let them you know kind of feel them and feel through them yeah <laughs> that sounds a bit weird <laughs> but, but you'd see what i mean yeah. yeah what what do you think about people who like go back to the same person over and over again like you mm-hmm. know those people who they go together yes. and they break up and they it's go like back together and they get like up. episode yeah <laughs> yes well you've got to take responsibility for that yeah you, you know you can't yeah you can't um i feel going. like i feel like people either take that as a sign like oh we keep getting back together so that means we're meant to be together or it's the opposite oh we keep breaking up so like we shouldn't be together like it's two completely different yeah two perspectives ends of the, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think if you're if you keep going back to someone and then it's not working mm-hmm. well <laughs> you've already got you, never you've already got the evidence to yeah. show you if we're gonna get really you know really kind of analytical about it you've already mm-hmm. got the evidence to show you that that's not going to work or you both haven't taken the time mm-hmm. to figure out what really is going wrong mm-hmm. and doing work on yourselves mm-hmm. to be able to then come back to the relationship and communicate about what went wrong properly and then address it properly yeah, as, as, as equals. Uh, and that's what we were talking about earlier about why it's important that you do have that time apart. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you've got to take responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, if you know that something just isn't working, there has to be there has to be a cutoff point because I think every time you go through the same breakup, yeah, again and again, it, it just like saps a little bit more from you, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you. and and each time you know your self esteem goes, your confidence mm-hmm. goes, your kind of the want to kind of get out there and live your life goes, and you just get so obsessed with that person, and it's just not healthy. Yeah, and I've seen actually I've seen girls like become dependent upon you know if, if one person and their and their dating life doesn't work out they always go back to that person because yeah. they're really reliable they're like you know that security blanket that yeah. they have yeah but um kind of switching over to like going back into the dating what do you think about people dating multiple people at once but like non-exclusively like the, when they're just trying to figure out you know what they want i think that's fine yeah i think it's i think it's a good thing to do like we mm-hmm. were saying you know it's about not settling yeah um but i think you've just got to be open about yeah. uh, you, and be upfront about you've got to be upfront about it because let's face it a lot of people are doing that now yeah, yeah. and 
I always say to people, you know, when you're going out dating, dating is great fun, but it's a bit like going into the lion's den if you're not used to it. And I think sometimes, especially if you haven't dated for a while, you can just assume that people are, if they're going on a date with you, they're only dating you. And that's just not the case. Like now we've got all these apps and everything. People Mm -hmm. are, people are seeing, seeing who is out there. So I think it's just about having that, um, that ownership of it and mm-hmm. knowing what you want and yeah. knowing that, okay, I do want to date a few different people. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm kind of going out there and misleading people. Right. You've just got to be upfront. And if someone you're going on a date with is giving you the signs that they want something more, or they're seeing more in this than what you are, then, you know, don't string them along. Just just be upfront about it and then give them yeah. the choice to then walk away yeah. if if that isn't aligned to what they want. But I think it's perfectly okay. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is like, what are the most common causes for breakups that you see? Like, is there like one thing that stands out as like, this is usually why people break up? Um, usually it's, the, the trust goes somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's the suspicion of being cheated on. Yeah, that's what I was wondering yeah, about. Like, do, is that super prevalent? It is. Okay. It is. Wow. But, but I mean, whether that is actually the case, I mean, I only usually work with the one person. Yeah. I don't work with the, the couple. Yeah. Um, there's usually an air of, well, I think that he might have been seeing this other girl because mm-hmm. I found messages and... Um, and so it's kind of then they, they're getting really insecure about yeah. that. And then, what do you think about that, about people going through their, their partner's messages? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that with that one, um, you, I've got to be really careful. But, but I think you have to, you have to be honest with yourself and think, are they giving me a justified reason yeah. to want to go through their phone or mm-hmm. am I just being really insecure? Pure, yeah. Right. Well, and and is this a habit that I've had yeah. throughout other relationships as well? I mean, and if mm-hmm. they're, if they're giving you a reason to go through, um, giving you a reason to go through their phone, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's better if you can to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. It doesn't mean confrontation or screaming, shouting mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, just about like why you feel a little bit uneasy um, and, and trying to have it out with them kind of in an open space of communication yeah. rather than looking through their phone because you just never know what you're going to find. <laughs> and then it's like, well, how do I then approach that if yeah. I do find something? Or, yeah, if if it's something which you know is is more within you and you're, you know, you're looking at things that aren't actually there. So right. you, you've got to, got to be a bit real with yourself. Do you get people, like, do you get the person who did the cheating? As a client? Sometimes I do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why What? Why yeah. do they cheat? Well, a, a lot of times when they do, if they re- reach the stage where they come to me, they're uh-huh. like, I think I've got a bit of a problem here because mm. I can't seem to commit. And I always seem to be, you know, going off with other people. And uh, so people cheat because, again, there's something in themselves that they're not able to fulfill. They yeah. want that validation mm. to know that they can get someone else. Sometimes people just aren't ready for a relationship. Yeah. And they don't, but they don't want to let that relationship go. Mm-hmm. Right. They want the best of both selfish. worlds. But they're selfish. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so they're selfish. selfish. Is, and yeah. those people selfish. just need to kind of, you know, grow up and get a bit more emotional yeah. maturity. Right. Um, they've got to go away and do their stuff. Oh my um, like, again, it's fine to want to date multiple people, mm-hmm. but, don't do it when you're in a relationship. Exclusive, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just horrible. Because yeah. it will, it, you know what? It, it come, come will come yeah. back. 
And I think that the problem, a big problem now, at least for people our age, are people are not clear about what they want. Like people are embarrassed to like tell a person, "I want to be exclusive." Right. So they're yeah. just like, "I don't know if he's dating other yeah. people. I don't know if I'm allowed to." And I'm like, yeah, "You have to be just straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. We're worried about how oh, I'll come across too needy." Yeah, and like, like no. Yeah, like, there's there's a way that you can say to someone, right? You know, this is what I want. I mm-hmm. would really like to be exclusive. There's a way you can say that in a way that isn't needy. Yeah, you just have to be very you know clear and direct yeah, about right. it and then you know you don't try and persuade them you yeah. know you're telling them what you want and then it's their job to go away and think about that and then it's your job to yeah. just be like well look if that's not what they want then they're not the right yeah, person for me and to just walk away yeah. with with grace and dignity yeah, yeah. definitely so no one should ever apologize for how they feel yeah. no and I, I think people are craving it yeah i really do think people are craving it now yeah no i agree okay we're gonna we want you to help us answer some listener questions all right so this one's from alex all the way from sydney australia she says hi girls so my question is referring to being in a relationship with someone who has an addiction but is overcoming it and getting better for me it relates to my partner in gambling just interested in your personal opinions when it comes to gambling in relationships and what you'd suggest to move forward in a positive way thank you love you guys xo Oh, so sweet. we love you too. That's the farthest <laughs> listener question yeah, we've ever gotten. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really that's far great. away. Australia. Well, I think with that, um, you know, I mean, good on her for obviously asking that type of question yeah. to know mm-hmm. how she can support him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that I think that already shows that there's there's obviously a degree of strength in their relationship. Yeah. Um, I think as long as you know he is seeking the help that he needs to to kind of get through that and she is able to to support him through that yeah um that's that's all that she can do and and just to kind of see see how that goes really and if she really wants to support him to do so Mm -hmm. um as long as it's not it's not something which is really affecting her and the relationship and it's not you know he's been upfront about it Mm -hmm. and he is getting that help um, yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Like, is he actually getting is, is help? He actually get, or, or is he saying Yeah, a lot of people just help. say they are. Like, yeah. you have to make sure yeah. he's actually so I th- working on it. Yeah, I think to probably put her mind at rest and to stick by someone who's got that kind of a, an addiction. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that that's tough for them as well. So I think she, she can do it in a way that's very compassionate, but, you know, that she gets some kind of indication that he is actually being true to his word there. Right. Yeah. Um, and then if she feels that he isn't, then she should bring that up with him. Yeah. Because otherwise that's just going to harm her as well. Yeah. Right. I think sometimes in situations like that, people can kind of twist it. Like the person who's addicted to whatever, like tries to make their partner feel guilty. Like it's their fault. And this it, person feels like I can't abandon you. That's really I can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's really emotionally yeah. manipulative. So she also, that's a really good point because she, she also needs to make sure like there's no, he's not blaming her yeah. for it or he's not using the not, relationship, yeah. the stress of a relationship mm-hmm. as an excuse for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she needs to be clear on what he thinks his reasons are yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If, if he's had this addiction and he's owned up to it and he is getting the help, fair play to him. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, stick stick by him, support him. It can make him. you stronger. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah sure. definitely. Thanks for submitting, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Okay. This is from Sarah from Pennsylvania. What should I do if I'm in love with my best guy friend, but he has a girlfriend? Help. Aww. <laughs> um, that sucks. Yeah. Move on. Move yeah. on, yeah. Really. That's advice. Yeah, because... Yeah. 
you know, I mean, it, that can be really hard. Yeah. But the more you pine after someone, like he's not available. Yeah. He's just not available. Maybe in, t- in time he will be, but you know, you don't want to go in there and try and break them up. Because yeah. Right. He's not gonna want that. Yeah. And I think if, if when you, you already- say move on, do you mean like move on like from? try to move on from having feelings from it or like don't be his friend anymore oh i mean like it, i feel like it'd be so hard to be someone's it, friend yeah it would be really hard yeah i I, th- I i think she needs to kind of detach herself away yeah. from him a little bit because it's just gonna she's not going to be able to move on fully and find someone else yeah or get out there and have fun and, and date again if she's constantly you know mm-hmm. speaking to him or around him so perhaps just take a little bit of a break from him yeah okay very quickly this is like my question um i have a guy friend that like has a crush on me and i've known for a while but then now he's We've kind all of known for a while he's revealed it <laughs> he's that guy yeah yeah he's and i'm not i don't see him like that at all and i don't give any hints at all but the other day he explicitly told me that he like liked me and like what did he think about us dating and so i was wondering how do you continue a friendship when someone's already revealed their feelings for you yeah gosh that can be that can be really, really hard. Again, I think it's just being completely honest with him. And, yeah. you know, you you saying to him, look, I really value our friendship. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that. Um, and then he's got to be the one to say to you, you know, if, if he feels that he can't, mm-hmm. you have to respect that. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, <laughs> he, he might, oh, bless him. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he might find it very, very difficult. So mm-hmm. if, if if you can sense that as a result of that conversation that he's pulling away a bit, give him that right. space. Like okay. don't don't try and text him or, or you know, don't try and text yeah. him too much or as perhaps as much as what you're doing because he'll probably just need a bit of time to okay. kind of he he might be a bit bruised. Yeah. Not too much, but you yeah. know, he might he might need just a bit of time to right. to kind of get his head around that. So yeah. thank you. Okay, the next one's from a guy, Jake. Um, what's the best way to catch a girl's attention with, without coming on too strong? I want to show her I'm confident, but I don't want to look like I'm full of myself. This would help a lot of guys here. Actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. <laughs> like we were saying before. Yeah, don't, don't, I know what to say. Yeah, yeah don't. No catchy phrases. Yeah, yeah. no catchy phrases. Don't. No pick a line. Don't try and show her that you are a certain way. Mm-hmm. Be that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Be, be who you are actions more than words. Yeah, sure. because yeah. And, and talk to her. Yeah, you know, I feel like people overcomplicate talk, things. Just like go up and make you, friends you with go, somebody. Go yeah. Up, yeah, you can be, you can portray yourself as the most confident guy in the room. But if, but if you're not talking to her, then yeah. you know you're just going to be in a crowd of other confident guys out there. Right. So make strike up a conversation with her. Yeah, you know, build build a bit of a connection with her. Ask her how her day's going, and mm-hmm. you, you just be a normal human being around her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she will get she will get the sense that you that he is confident and uh yeah there's no there's no tactics i think just be you know do go out there and do things that make you feel confident Mm -hmm. have things to talk to her about you know so if you have some some fun hobbies make sure you're kind of engaging in those things so that when you are talking to her you've got stuff that you can talk about you can tell her what you did on the weekend yeah like okay this guy's like he might be worth spending a bit of time with. Yeah. You know, he's got things going on. He's yeah. fun. He's confident. Yeah. And that's all you really need to do. Going off of that, what would you suggest as like good first dates? Right. <laughs> so good first date. I 
love. I think a movie sucks. We think, oh, we, yeah. we think on ice cream, like something short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. short and sweet is good. No, don't don't go and see a movie. Don't go and yeah. do anything where you you can't talk to each yeah. other. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's it's quite old fashioned that one. But it's my I pet peeve. Do like, people no. still do that? People, yeah. yeah. We also be like, do you want to go see a movie? Like. No, I just I don't. <laughs> also, actually. dinner's a little awkward, right? And it's yes. long. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you I don't would, want to do anything too committal. First no, time. you don't. No. I would stay away from dinner. Yeah, um, I agree. because it can be awkward. You know, you, you sometimes don't feel confident eating in front of I know someone. I was yeah. just gonna say I feel really weird Especially eating around people got, I don't yeah, know yeah. get it or yeah. you know it can just be a little bit um, <laughs> you can just feel a little bit awkward yeah. it's funny how uh, well it's like stressful like, it's like what do I order because if I order pasta it's gonna be like a mess like, if I order what? a salad it's gonna yeah. stuck in my teeth like yeah. Yeah. If I order if I order like chicken I gotta cut it up and like there are all kinds of things that yeah. can go wrong until you get a little bit more comfortable with that person then do the dinner so I think a good first date is something where you're you're going out and you're 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 doing something or yes, the stuff the stuff around you mm-hmm. that creates conversation like mm-hmm. hiking so you, yeah. yeah so you're not like just sitting in front of each other yeah. and then it's like right go yeah <laughs> like, like it's know, like an interview yeah, yeah. That's, how that's, that's how it yeah. can feel um although i mean i've had some really good coffee dates but again it, it depends on the person it yeah. depends on the place like but, if you're going yeah. for a coffee date don't go to starbucks don't go oh my god yeah. go some choose somewhere that has um a bit of character that's a bit unique so that mm-hmm. you've you, mm-hmm. you know you make an impression yeah say you're short on time and you've only got time yeah. for a coffee date choose somewhere that shows that you've still put effort into it yeah it's about it's not about spending lots of money yeah definitely not like the best I think some of the best first dates you can do for next to nothing. Yeah. Um, go and go and do stuff. Like go yeah. to a. I even ha- I had a really fun date at a museum once. Yeah, at LACMA. Actually. I like that. Yeah, I, I mean LACMA. No, that's pretty, a good idea. Like, cool. But you want to so do something much there. Yeah, to see exactly. And because so you want to be somewhere where if you don't, if you're like nervous and don't have something to talk about, you can comment on what's going on yes, around you. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. And I feel that when you when you're going out and doing something, you both feel a lot more at ease with each other, mm-hmm. and you can see more of each other's true personality. Whereas whether it's yeah. when it's kind of you're sitting down in front of each other, it's all like, am I going to say? the right Empty. thing yeah and you're what? not moving right so there's no, like, yeah yeah there's no kind of energy whereas if you're moving around together and even if you're just going for a walk or a hike you kind of see how each other move yeah and it's just a little bit more natural yeah definitely. so don't feel that you've got to spend loads of money no just mm-hmm. be creative also like as a girl like I get weirded out if some guy wants to do some big fancy thing the first time. I'm like, whoa, like what let's like calm down. Like a, dinner? like a big, nice dinner. Yeah, like, yeah. like suggesting a restaurant yeah. that I know is like yeah. really expensive or just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like the, just the money thing makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, because then you, yeah. And I think especially if you say, you know, you've met someone off, a, off an app and mm-hmm. you don't know them, definitely then stay oh, yeah. away from a lab. Oh, it's a yeah. bit different if you perhaps, you've if met you the person know, before yeah. and it's your first day and you mm-hmm. really want to make a grand impression. Yeah. That's a little bit different. Yeah. But if it's just someone you've met off the bat and, mm-hmm. y- you know, you're not really too sure how you're going to feel about them, then yeah, just do something that's a lot more low key. Yeah. In case Christine and I ever go to um, London is there a difference between <laughs> we, <laughs> we will, need to, we want yeah. to is there a difference between dating guys in America versus dating English guys is there like some mannerisms I bet English guys be? are nicer yeah who <laughs> <Cool> called out <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I can bring a different perspective to this yeah there are a lot of really nice English guys out there yeah. there are I don't want to bash the English guys but English guys are a bit too reserved oh yeah I like old fashioned though yeah. I like tradition yeah, but there's, there's a difference between old fashioned and then just not making anything happen at all oh right. yeah. so some guys are really 
reserved and shy maybe it's not so much shyness so they're but forward? they're not proactive okay but i feel but like here they're too like yeah where's the you see i man? really i really like that because oh my god because i'm so used to kind of guys yeah um but i think guys here they're they just seem a little bit more like they know what they want and, yeah you know you, you <laughs> do you, yeah i mean maybe some take it to the yeah. extreme but you're on an app and usually it's like right you know we've, we've kind of we've chatted for a little bit uh-huh. what are you doing saturday let's meet up yeah mm-hmm. and at home where in the UK mm-hmm. it's oh, a little bit more long-winded and then what happens is you end up speaking to this person for ages and ages and ages and then they just completely fall off the radar and oh. you don't hear from them so yeah. it feels like a bit a bit much of an f a bit too much of an effort for yeah. very little I yeah. don't say reward yeah no <laughs> but outcome no, you mean. yeah yeah are so I think the same way too like a lot of women and I think g- generally we are more reserved yeah yeah interesting yeah gen- I mean not everybody yeah not yeah. everybody but I think um and I think because the weather in the UK is so bad as well the majority of the time so in you know in the co- colder months people can't be bothered with dating so much right. yeah. it means they've got to go outside and it's dark and it's cold and <laughs> although it sounds silly to mention the weather but I right. think like here like in LA oh, where the weather's just your attitude no it's true like, yeah people are happier yeah. and people kind of you it's know, also the think, kale here <laughs> yeah yeah and that um, that's quite popular back home now but, but oh. I think people are you know they've it's much more of a healthy lifestyle yeah. people are more active mm-hmm. yeah. and that makes them happier yeah so I think all of that does play into it as That's well as so opposed to kind of you know critiquing the the people i think it's the environment yeah as well yeah. interesting yeah. i feel like now i need to go to england and find a boy yeah i more like reserved i, I like the more reserved. charming english man yeah charming english I, gent yeah that's what i need do you watch um, do you have made in chelsea over here the reality tv show no oh okay what is that that's, um it's uh, a reality tv show that's based on kind of Guy, um, guys and girls who live mm-hmm. in Chelsea uh-huh. in London which is a very sort of affluent area and oh. they're, they're very well to do and um, interesting you know a lot of people I think from abroad look at that and yeah think, oh, well, you know all English people are like that <laughs> yeah and that, that's not really the case but I feel like uh, you should have a reality show yeah you should <gasps> like that would that. be such a good show I would watch that I would, I would love that it. I could be like um Patty Stanner. I was just gonna say yeah, that. But do you watch? Heartbreak. Yeah, exactly. I would love to do that. <laughs> that would be amazing. We need to pitch that to Bravo. Bravo, yeah. if you're listening. No, I would so watch that. I love that. Um, do you, okay. Well, well, we have one more question. We'll try and do a short answer for this one. This is from Constance. She says, "Why is it that some guys act really inst- interested and then randomly ghost you?" Do you know oh, what that means? Ghosting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ghosting. Ooh, ghosting. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I could talk about this one for ages. I think because there's so much out there. Right. Yeah. There's, there's I so agree. And too it's much. So, there's so much out there, and it's so easy now to ghost someone. Right. Before, in the olden days, um, <laughs> where <laughs> back in the day, you know, we could we didn't really ha- well we had the option, but you know we didn't really have. Uh, mobile phones yeah so if we wanted to stop seeing someone we sort of had to have a conversation with them yeah. about it whereas now it's so easy to just ignore someone uh-huh. de- you know just delete them yeah. and pretend that they don't exist especially and if they haven't been dating for long if yeah. they just like met through like yeah. Tinder especially I feel like a lot of people on Tinder yeah. probably ghost each other yeah so it's not necessarily him being a bad guy I mean mm-hmm. he, he shouldn't do it but it, it is just becoming more of the norm which is why you do have to be quite emotionally resilient right. or be prepared 
for that stuff to happen and not get too disheartened about it because often it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's just about them and them being a bit like a kid in a sweet shop. Yeah, I think that's an important thing. Everybody makes it like, what's wrong with me? Oh, don't. Don't make it about you. He's probably just like Uh, that. Yeah, unless you're getting the same bit of feedback over and over again from someone. Yeah. You know, then you might think, oh, there might be something in that. But but generally, if if you get ghosted by someone, try not to read too much into it. Like, move on because the chances are is that they've just got you know there someone else has caught their eye right. and then there'll yeah. be someone beyond that someone beyond that and, and he's he's, he's yeah anymore. and he's obviously just not ready for for relationship yeah Oh, yeah. But Constance, there will be some guy that doesn't. There will. Yeah. Keep, sure, just move on to the next. Yeah, he's not good enough for you if he's ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this has been amazing. I feel like we learned so, we much. so oh, much. I know. I, I wish this. you could be here for like five more hours. Like, or for I'm, our whole life. Yeah. No, I have like <laughs> so like, many more questions to ask you. Can you can text me. You yeah. Can text me I'm if you have to. any. Help me. Um, so why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. So people can find me at my website which is laurieyates.org mm-hmm. um, I'm on Twitter at laurieyatesuk and I'm on Instagram as well um, at Laura M. Yates so people can find me there if people want to just type in Laurie Yates heartbreak yeah. breakup we'll, we'll link we'll, I'll link it um, also do you work with people like from far away yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Like no, people... I work with people all over the world, and oh, my, okay. my sessions oh. are usually via Skype. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. So yeah. yeah, if you guys need help, you should yeah. hit Laura up. She'll help you Give out. Cool. That's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I've loved thank doing so this. Much. Those yeah. questions were really good. We had. We covered. Some we good didn't stuff even there. get through half of them. Oh really? We have, yeah. We might oh, have to do a part, part two, two sometime. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely should. Um. Yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this i'm like i can't stop smiling i like yeah. loved this this is so fun um this is better than what movies tell you for yeah sure. for sure this is real life this is real life so follow laura on all social media platforms and check out her website and definitely subscribe if you liked this and leave us a rating and review on itunes and stitcher if you have a question that you want us they want us to answer or if you have a question that you want to ask Laura for next time when we force her to come back, <laughs> um, send it to actuallyadultish.com or email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. And yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us and we'll talk to you guys again next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.